Blow ye the trumpet in Zion. Sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the earth tremble, for the day of the Lord is at hand. Welcome to the Seer Report with Pastor Daniel Carlton. The Seer Report is a ministry of the Tabernacle Worship Center located on Benton Pike in Cleveland, Tennessee. Receive your fresh word from heaven today. Hello everyone, I am Pastor Daniel Carlton. I am your host of the Seer Report. And this is our first program that we have ever had with the CTN family. And we are very excited to be with you guys. In fact, we hope that uh, over the next many months and years, as time goes by, that we'll be able to grow right along with the CTN. I, I just want to say a big shout out first to uh, Chattanooga and Cleveland and oh, the whole surrounding area. They're going into North Georgia there and Alabama and Southeastern Tennessee. We're, we're just excited about being on program with you guys. Uh, I have with me here today, actually, a special guest of mine. She's been with me for a, a many, many years now, and her name is Sharon, and this is my wife. I'd like to introduce you here to my wife, and this is my wife, uh, Sharon Carlton. Sharon, glad to, glad you got to be with glad me to here. Glad to be here with you. Hey, there man, we there are. we go. All right. Well, let me explain to you first here kind of what... Uh, we plan on doing over the next uh, many weeks and months as we go along here with our uh, recording here of the Seer Report. And I'm sure with a name like that, you know, Seer Report, you're probably wondering exactly what all is uh, uh, this, this program is going to be about. Well, we're going to be discussing and talking about the moves of the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, we are in a day right now in which I believe is some of the most exciting times that has ever been. Now, granted, I understand that, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of ugly stuff going on in our world and in our country, but at the same point, I realize that this is all a part of what God, what Jesus has actually said would be taking place. I mean, the word does tell us that the last days would be perilous times, and that's exactly what we're seeing. And boy, how things have changed in the last, just the last few years. But with that said, I know what God's word says. His word says this. Well, the great apostle Simon Peter in Acts chapter two, when he was ministering there, he said this, he said, thus saith the Lord in the last days, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Yes. Well, that's where we're at, friends. We're in the days now in which we can anticipate the great outpouring of the presence of God. There are going to be such things taking place, miracles beyond numbers of salvation, people being saved. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and just say this to you. I believe that we are at the time of the greatest harvest that has ever been. I'm anticipating, are you ready for this? One billion souls to be saved yes. in the next however long we have here because these are the days that the Spirit will pour out upon all flesh. We call it the Great Awakening. We call it the Great Revival, whatever term you want to use. But friends, know this. We are here 
for a great ride in the Holy Spirit. Wow. Well, uh, let me just begin. Uh, Well, first, I mean, I'll share this with you, but our plans are to actually, at times, I will be bringing on extra guests coming in and visit. Today I have Sharon with me, and, but uh, we'll have extra guests coming in, different ministries and people that I know that uh, are having experiences with God and talking about you know the things that God is doing in their lives. So, so get ready, just expect great things. Spread the word around for us, please, and tell everybody to come and be with us at this time. Uh, every week we'll be right back here looking forward to this. But let let me just share this. I believe that God is wanting to speak to us in a clear way. I believe that the Spirit of the Lord is is grieved that we don't allow Him to speak to us even more. I've had people, Sharon, that that actually when they would uh, come to me, they said they've never heard the voice of God. I, I just, I, I can't, I can't conceive of that. How can, how can somebody be going to church and believe, you know, and believe in Jesus, and yet they say they've never heard the voice of God? Well, I mean, Jesus said it. He said, "My sheep know my voice," Amen. and so we're in this time now that we need to hear the voice of God and know what God is doing. So, this program that you're watching here with us is. It's not going to be a typical program in which, you know, you will see a pastor in a church preaching and he'll be preaching a sermon. What I'm going to be doing is, is every week I'm going to be bringing you a fresh word, a fresh word from heaven. And so I prayed for our opening program here to just uh, share with you a word that God's given me. And here, here we go. Are you ready? The scripture says in Acts chapter 10, some of you may remember the uh, account here of, uh, of a man by the name of Cornelius. He was a Roman soldier. He was a centurion. And at one point, uh, it actually says that this centurion, even though he, he come from a background of paganism and uh, all types of idol worship, he even was a part of emperor worship. They, the Romans... Uh, actually worshiped the emperor of Rome. And so, uh, but this man, because of him being stationed in the land of Canaan, Israel, Judah, uh, he actually came to the knowledge of the living God. And let me just read it here in Acts chapter 10 here. It says, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band. He was truly of the uh, Roman descent. He was a devout man, one that feared God with all of his house. So he knew of the Lord God. And he gave much alms to the people and he prayed to God always. So thank God for that. He saw in a vision, evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming into him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid. And he said, what is it, Lord? And he said unto him, thy prayers and thy alms are come up for a memorial before God. Now, this is an event that took place in the life of Cornelius. 
But as I shared with you earlier, I'm not trying to just teach you about some things in the word, but I'm trying to give you a fresh word. And when I prayed about the service that we're having now, that we're uh, the program here that we're putting forth, uh, the word that came to me was that I was to share with you just as this man heard long ago from this angel. Come on. The word was your prayers have been heard. And the giving, the alms, that's what alms mean, the giving, the giving and, and the uh, uh, prayers and all have come up before God as a memorial. Sharon, I, I know a lot of people today, they say, I, I don't hear from God. I'm, I've, uh, I, I'm praying, but I don't know if my prayers are, are being answered, but right. uh, uh, I, I just, I just want to give you this, this word, okay? Just as it was in the days of Cornelius now. Whew, wow. He was an outsider. He was not a part of the Jewish people. He was not a part of the Hebrew people. He was on the outside, but yet he was being heard by God. My friends, the word, if, if you, if you, if you can get this, get it now. The word is, God has been hearing your prayers. God has been attentive unto your prayers that you have been praying. Don't, don't throw up your hands now. Don't, don't give up now and say, well, I guess God is not listening to me. The word, oh my God, the word for you today is God has seen all that you have been doing. That's right. Glory, glory, glory. Everything that uh, you have been doing for him, your faithfulness, going to church, you're, you're, you're helping people out, you know, when they had needs and all you praying for your family. Whoo. God has been paying attention. He's been listening to you. In fact, you know what the scripture here, did you catch that? What it said? It says that, uh, that Cornelius's acts, his prayers, have been building up as a memorial. You understand what a, a memorial is. I mean, a memorial is the, uh, is like a monument that has been built up in honor of someone for the deeds that they did. You know, you will, you will see these, uh, monuments, you know, Sharon, years ago, you and I were in Washington, DC and, uh, we went by, we saw all these monuments, you know, uh, the Lincoln Memorial and then, the, uh, the Washington Monument and, and one that you and I were really blessed with so much was the, uh, actual, the, uh, memorial uh, that was dedicated for the Marines and the soldiers that fought uh, during World War II when they were on the uh, island of Iwo Jima. And uh, you may remember where the American uh, troops there raised the uh, American flag over the uh, the great mountain there, uh, Mount Suribachi, I believe it was. Uh, they have a big monument there and it's, it's such a, a beautiful sight to see. Well, that's what we're talking about. God the angel told Cornelius that his prayers had come up before God as a monument, as a memorial. Your prayers have not dropped to the ground. Whew, man, I mean, the, the atmosphere is changing in here. Wow, your, your prayers haven't just merely fallen upon deaf ears. 
your prayers have come up as a memorial. Every day God is looking. Prayers that have been prayed years ago, God is still hearing those prayers because they have come up as a memorial. The church that I pastor is called the Tabernacle Worship Center. And it's an older building. In fact, the property uh, that began the church was in 1948. It started out as a Church of God church, and then years later it became a Church of God of Prophecy, and then it became a, uh, a Baptist church. We actually bought the church from a Baptist church. Uh, and, and we know, oh my God, we know that the people who prayed on that property all the way back to 1948. You see, they held a tent revival there, right, right at the bottom of the hill. Our, our church is kind of on top of the hill there on Benton Pike, and it's a beautiful brick building there. You, you come by and see it sometime. Uh, right on the bottom of the hill there, they set up a tent, and they had a revival, and the revival just went so great that they organized the church up and from there. But I am convinced that every prayer that's been prayed on that property, God, whoo, wow, God is still hearing those prayers. People pray, people in Cleveland, Tennessee, Chattanooga, there have been people praying in this area for decades. And, and let, me, let me emphasize, those prayers have not been forgotten. The prayers of your mama, your prayers of your dad, your grandparents, your aunts and uncles, they, they may have already gone on home. They may be in glory with Jesus, but their prayers have not been forgotten because our prayers go up before God and they build up as a memorial. And that's the word I'm trying to give to you today is don't, don't give up now. You say, well, things have just gotten so bad. Things are so, so bad. It's so, so rough. Sharon, I, I know times are tough. Sure. But let me tell you, God is still on his throne. That's right. Amen. Ooh. Amen. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, oh. Do you know where Jesus is at? Oh, well, sure. Yeah. You said, well, he's in heaven. Yeah. Well, he has ascended on high. Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. And you know what the Word says? The Word says He is making, He's ever making intercession for, He's praying for us even now. Every, every time we pray, God is hearing our prayers. So this is not a time to give up. This is not a time to throw in the towel, so to speak. This is a time to believe like you've never believed before because God is moving. He's moving again. Man, I, I, I feel Holy Ghost. Wow. Man, Holy Spirit's here. Well, I'm going to ask Sharon here to read us a scripture. Now, it's found in the Old Testament. In fact, it's written in the book of Daniel, the man that I was named after. Thank you, Mom, Dad. <laughs> uh, but it's a scripture about a time in which Daniel did some praying, and it ended up that his it was like his prayers were delayed, and he was fasting. He he, he knew uh, that God was wanting to move. He knew that things were happening. He knew the season of miracles was there. But he, he, he's begun to fast. In fact, the scripture says that he prayed and fasted for 
21 days, but he didn't get an answer. Something, something was limiting, something was holding him back. And Sharon's going to read this to you. So, so now, Sharon, would you read that found in, 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 tell us where it's at there, please, okay? Daniel 10 and 12 through 14. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. Now I am come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people in the latter days. For yet the vision is for many days. Wow. Thank you, Sharon. The event that was taking place, as I shared with you, Daniel had been fasting, praying, 21 days, waiting on his answer. What Daniel didn't realize is that the prayer he had prayed and the answer that God was sending wasn't just for him, but the move of God was also for a time that was ahead. Did you catch the very end of it there? The word said, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. Many days down the road. The vision was for our day, where we're living at right now. It was so important, and that's why the delay was taking place. Just for a moment, before I talk more about Daniel, let me, let me back up with Cornelius there. Did you know that Cornelius prayed and he got his answer? The angel came to him and got his, got his answer. The answer was, your prayer has been heard. The angel told Daniel, excuse me, the angel told Cornelius, Cornelius, the prayer you prayed is not just for you. For you see, there was a move of God about to take place in the church. A move of God like had never been seen before. Mm because Cornelius was Gentile. And what Cornelius, when he was praying, he was just praying, Lord, I'm seeking your faith. But what he didn't realize, God was about to unleash a new move. Wow. Daniel, when he was praying, he didn't realize that his prayer was much more important than just getting an answer for him. Sharon, it was for the last days. Oh my God. Let me share something with you. Who knows the prayers that you've been praying? It's for a whole lot more than just for your benefit. It could be that your whole family is depending upon your prayers right now. Well, you see Cornelius, talk about him real quick. Cornelius got a word and the word was, go call for Simon Peter. Simon Peter was down in another town. He was up at the top of a roof praying and God gave him a vision. And the vision revealed to Simon Peter that there was a new move coming. Shoot, man, I feel that. I, I, man, there was a new move coming. And I know this may be a shock to you, but there is a new move of God coming. Something like planet Earth has never seen before. A new outpouring. 
at that time, the Gentiles were excluded. Even the, even the, I mean, the Gentiles, had they been brought in, been brought into the church, they were not even a part. But Simon Peter had the vision and God said to him, don't you call unclean that which I have cleansed. God spoke to Simon Peter. Simon Peter went up to Cornelius' house. And as Simon Peter was ministering to Cornelius, the Holy Spirit fell upon the whole house. Cornelius had his whole family in there in the house and the whole house got filled with the Holy Spirit of God. All because Cornelius prayed. Who knows what's fixing to happen? Well, I'll just say the Lord says your house is about to have, whoo, is about to have an invasion of the Holy Spirit. You're about to see a move of God. Your whole family is about to be brought into the kingdom of God. There's a move coming to Cleveland, Tennessee, Chattanooga, Athens, Dalton, into Alabama, this whole region right now. If we will pray, God is going to do something beyond our wildest dreams. The Holy Spirit, as Peter preached on Pentecost, shall engulf the whole world. Now, Daniel, he's praying 21 days passed by. Imagine if Daniel got tired of praying after two or three days. Imagine if he had said, well, no, I prayed a week. This is enough. I'm, I'm over it. Forget it. I'm not going to pray anymore. God didn't answer me. I guess God, maybe he just said, well, I guess God didn't, didn't want to answer my prayer. But Daniel kept on praying. Daniel kept on seeking him. He kept on fasting. Don't give up. Don't give up because God is about to do something here. Wonderful. And that's when the angel came to Daniel and said, your prayer was heard. But you know what took place? The word was this. Daniel, the reason why it was delayed was because there was an entity fighting against you. There was the prince of Persia. Now, some people said that was a man. No, it wasn't. It was a, it was a devil. It was a principality. The reason why you may not have had your answers yet is because Satan, the powers of darkness, knows that you're about, to, you're about to get your breakthrough. Yes. Sharon, come on. Let's just declare right now. You're about to get your breakthrough. Come on. About to get it. About to get it. Take hold. In Jesus' name, you're about to get your breakthrough. Thank you, Lord. Yes, now, yes, yes. we got a few more minutes here. I, I want to share something real quick about uh, a thing that took place uh, in my life here. It's been a few years ago, but I've got to tell it real quick, okay? Uh, one evening, late one night, it was about almost midnight. In fact, I got a phone call and uh, a lady, uh, she came on there and she, she said, Pastor Dan, I don't know who you remember me or not. I've, I used to be a part of your church and she was a member and her family was a member of our church been several years back at the time. And she began to share with me that her uh, son-in-law was very sick, that he was in the intensive care unit at our local hospital here in Cleveland. And she said, we have nobody else. Can you come and, and pray? And the doctors have told us that he has very little chance of surviving the night. He has about, uh, uh, well, I think it was a 10% chance, they said. So I told her I'd come. And as I was driving over there to the hospital, I, uh, I was praying to the Lord. I said, Lord, I could go in here and because this lady is not even a part of our church anymore. And, you know, I, I could have gave these excuses. And I said, Lord, I could pray a little quick religious prayer, you know, and say, Lord, bless and help, you know. I said, but God, these people are desperate. 
And this young man, he was, I guess, early 30s, maybe, some of that. So late 20s. And he had, you know, him and his wife had, I think it was two children at the time. And here he was, you know, they, they were expecting him to die. And I said, Lord, I, I, I just, I don't want to pray a prayer of your nice little religious prayer. I, I want to pray a prayer of faith. And Holy Spirit just come into my automobile there as I was driving. And God told me, he spoke to my heart right here. It wasn't a loud audible voice, but it spoke to my heart. And he said, uh, uh, I, will, I will show you what is going on, what is going to happen. And you will pray and I'll do the work. Well, I went into the hospital and they made way for me to go into the intensive care. And as I walked up there to the room, they, uh, one of the nurses came out. It was right across from the hall where the nurse's station was. And one of the nurses came out and she said, I'm sorry, can you wait here a moment? There's, we have a big mess in the room. And, and so they pulled the curtains and I stood up there and I said, Lord, now you told me, I, I know I heard you that you're going to move for us. And you're going to show me. Well, after a few moments, the curtain pulled back. And the nurses walked out and they said, you could go in. I walked in and I was shocked. I mean, he had been running a high fever and, you know, they had his clothing open up. There was monitors all over him. He had the tubings all down his throat and nose and, and, and he was, he was swelled. It, it was it was horrific. If anything would knock your faith out, that would do it. But see a you know, individual like that. But I knew God had said, I'll show you something. That is when suddenly I saw out of the side of my eye, I saw something in the corner and I looked up. And let me tell you, I saw a creature that was hideous. And it, it was a blob and it, had a, and, it, and it was looking and it had tentacles and the tentacles were going out into the side of the man. And I could see it as it was sucking the life out of him. And I said, oh, and when I saw that thing, it looked at me and it was angered at me. It was a manifestation of some demonic force, you know. And the Lord said, use the sword of the Lord. And I brought, I brought a sword with me. <laughs> use the sword of the Lord and sever those tentacles. Well, I did real quick, like I went and I prayed. And here it was, it was about 1230 at night and I'm in this room, everything kind of dark, you know, and I'm going, in the name of Jesus. And I began chopping with my arms. I quoted scriptures and I said, by his stripes we are healed. And then I walked out and I met the family and I stood there and the spirit of God was all over me. And I just said, in the name of Jesus, tomorrow morning as the sun rises, God will raise that man up. And I walked outside and realized, wow, what did I just say? It freaked me out. I prayed all night. I said, Lord, if you don't move and heal this man, I'm in trouble. They'll say I'm a false prophet. Well, it ended up that as I did this, the next morning phone call came and God moved. And they said at nine o'clock that morning, that man was raised up and he was eating his breakfast. Well, okay. Sharon, okay. we're running out of time here. Let me just have prayer. In the name of Jesus, the Lord, reach down and touch you. Your prayers are being heard and God is on the throne. Yes. Get ready for your breakthrough. It's happening in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I am Pastor Daniel Carlton. This is Sharon Carlton. Blessings be upon you.